Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. My name is Nkechi Walker Robinson, and I am founder and CEO of Empowered in My Skin, an experienced technology executive of one of Canada's largest financial institutions, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker, and a viral sensation as my You Matter speech has hit over 6.5 million views worldwide. This show is all about thriving. And I will be bringing on some amazing humans that own their thrive to help you figure out how you too can own yours. So please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on and make sure to join along on the web at empoweredmyskin.com so you can be notified when new episodes are available. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Oh, I'm already charged up. Like I was already, I was telling my guests, we should have just been recording that first part of the backstage. But my next guest is the founder and CEO of Kinky Curly Yaki, a premium textured hair extension brand for black women that she bootstrapped to over $1 million in annual revenue. She just celebrated her 40, 43rd birthday. She's been an entrepreneur for 15 years and it's been 10 years since she's had a full-time job. And she has the most fabulously designed nails because I watched a video that she had them and they're on right now. <laughs> and that's not all. She is a college dropout and she's quoted as being college dropout to seven figure startup. She is a single mother. She's also talked about battling depression in her early childhood. She believes that being grateful is the gateway to all successes in life. She likes helping people see the glass as full making lemonade out of lemons and seeing the greener side of the grass. She wants to empower those who think that they do not have what it takes to shine, to shine with what they have and to shine in their own way. She is a magnetic presence. She's a captivating personality. So put your ears together for this amazing all around dope human being, Vivian Kerr. <laughs> wow, what an introduction. Hey, you you deserve it. I deserve it. You're right. I deserve the, it. The whole podcast could have been your introduction. I know. <laughs> and that would have been enough. <laughs> but I'm able to like, you know, get off the off the and it could have been a whole podcast episode. But so I want to start with because this one just it really like it was the first thing I saw when I pulled up your Twitter. And, um, and it just means so much to me because, you know, fitness has been my life and a lot of people are like, how do you do it? And I just say, you just start it. You just have to start and I and don't ever quit. So you say, start it, just start, start small, start where you are, start and make mistake, start with what you have, start with what you know, start beside whatever it is, start by taking that next step, start by taking that next step after that, just start start now start it oh just it's that it's that easy it is that easy people seem to want to overcomplicate things and and make it a whole involved thing when all you really got to do is put your shoe on put your (laughs) socks on like you just got to start doing something because starting is momentum 
Yeah. Right. So once you start doing something, you're going to be motivated to do more and right. you're going to be motivated to take the next step and to do this and to do that. And before you know it, oh, my goodness, you're doing it. So I have to ask, though, is there anything that you want to start that you you do try to perfect before you start it? Or is mm-hmm. it just yeah. good question? You know, sometimes it's hard to take your own advice. <laughs> <laughs> And it's easier said than done, right? Um, Like say, for instance, actually, yes. So there was one thing that I was trying to perfect. Um, So I started uh, doing a show. It actually started out as a... uh, it's a show I call I do called Mind Your Business yes, <laughs> with Vivian K. <laughs> and you know it's it's funny. Yeah. It started out as an after party that I held on my Instagram after I did a Shopify webinar, mm-hmm. and then from there it became a weekly live, and then from there it became a IGTV series. Mm-hmm. Now, when I started it as an IGTV series, I knew I should be posting this stuff on YouTube, but I wasn't ready. And so then I said, you know what? No, no, I'm going to perfect it on Instagram. Uh, You know, and that was in January, end of January. I'm going to perfect it on Instagram and then I'm going to move it over to, um, and then I'm going to move it over to YouTube. But you know what? I should have, like, I, like, and it's funny because my first episode is in the drafts on my YouTube channel and I should have, I should have just done it. Mm. For some reason, I was willing to, to make mistakes and, you know, do trial and error on IGTV, but not necessarily on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I felt like YouTube is a more, you know, it's a huge platform, Mm -hmm. huge audience. Like it's billions of people watch it. Whereas IGTV, it's like, you know, you're, you know, it's not, it's billions of people, but it doesn't, it's not the same um, stage as YouTube. Right. And isn't it that just there, why most people don't start? Because there's billions of people that can see them possibly fail. Yeah, that's exactly it. But you know what? One of the things that, um, you know, that I've learned is that one of the questions I've learned to ask myself if I, if I start to fear things is like, did I die? Like, Mm -hmm. did you die? Like, are you going to die of failure? You're not. You know what you should be scared of? Jumping off, bun- bu- jumping <laughs> off cliffs. That's a scary thing. Without right? anything, right? Without, Without anything. That's <laughs> a scary thing to do, okay? But does, you know, putting out your very first episode of whatever it is that you're doing on a platform, is that going to kill you if it fails? It won't. Mm-hmm. If anything, it'll teach you lessons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the beauty of it. And so you just have to, listen, it's, it's better done than perfect. Yeah. Right? I so just that. start. Because trust me, you will perfect it along the way. If you go and look at anyone that's been like, you know, that you see doing big things today, guaranteed, if you go back to what they were doing two years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, you know, however amount of time they've been doing it, go and look at the very first thing they did. It probably looks like crap. Right. You know, I'm sure Jordan's first jump shot wasn't a, wasn't a (laughs) A swoosh. It wasn't a swoosh. (laughs) Right. Serena Williams first swing at a, at a, at a ball wasn't Wasn't a, Right? Wasn't a, yeah, ace. Wasn't an ace. I don't know what the tennis people say. So you just got to start where you are and start with what you have and start with what you know. You will learn along the way. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. And it's funny because I was telling Vivian just before we came on to all my listeners, I was telling her that so much of researching her has helped me figure out how I can up my game on my brand. And, and that's in large part because I just started. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like I just said, let me just, let me just start. If I don't start, I'll never get started. Exactly. So here's the funniest thing is, I haven't started the podcast the way I wanted to start the podcast. <laughs> so now we're just, 
that's another thing I've been holding myself back on is doing a podcast. Yeah, and I'm going to get one. Yeah, just have one. I don't know. Something about it. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great market to be in. I'm having so much fun. I mean, I get to interview guests like yourself, but more importantly, it's the people you're touching, right? Like when I look at my analytics and see people in Australia and people in Nigeria and, you know, just people around the world and U.S., Canada, just taking in empowering content. It's very, it's, it's life-changing. Do it. Especially, well, you know, you- I host a podcast for someone oh, else. Yeah. Okay. So I figured, you know, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to just do it there. And I liked it. You know, I'm liking okay. the rhythm and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, maybe it's time, but you know what I'm focusing now. I like to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, I finally, you know, my 41st episode or my 40th episode of mind your business, which I do weekly. I've just posted my first video last week. I'm posting another one today, my second video, and it's my 41st video. So once I just got to get YouTube down, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I'll move on to, uh, then I'll move on to probably. Podcast. And I can definitely tell you it's captivating content to anyone that's listening already. Like, the, I mean, don't leave the podcast that you're listening to right now until you finish listening to us, but then after go and check out her YouTube, it's, it's yes, very please. captivating. So <laughs> I, I mean, we're getting a sense about who you are. So, I mean, my first question was really tell us a little bit more about you, but the next question I want to go to is, you know, I'm a big about affirmations. I'm moving to declarations as well, but I want to know what's your big, I am. Ooh. <sighs> I want to say that I am Vivian. And I think it's because it just encompasses a lot um, because I'm not just the one thing. Like I like to say, you know, I'm authentic. I'm energy. I'm, I'm wealthy. I'm worthy. I'm, you know, I'm valuable. But I think just by, for me saying just Vivian, I think that says a lot, especially because I'm not shy about who I am. Mm -hmm. I am 100% me. People will say, wow, who you are on Instagram or on the social media, you are that person in real life. Yeah. I am 100% that me. Right. Or that V, I 100% that V, right? But um, I, I always like to say, I'm just Vivian and there's yeah. nobody and nobody can do it like me. Nobody no. can be me the way I can be me. Just like no one can be you the way you can be you. Mm-hmm. So um, if I had to pick something, it would be, I am Vivian. Yeah. And I am Vivian. Happy birthday. Thank around. you. Yeah, I love it. If you can, I mean, just, I, were, I told, I asked her, I said, uh, as soon as I saw her, I was like, would you mind if I put some of this video content? She's like, I'm always ready. She's ready. It's her birthday. She's got her birthday crown on. She's got balloons in the back. She's wearing a pin that says birthday girl. I <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I love it. So how's the, how has the 43 years around the sun been? Oh man, it's been challenging, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been good. Mm. You know, it's um, this year, 2020 has been particularly challenging. Um, but again, it's just shown, it's just shown how resilient I am and how I'm able to pivot, mm-hmm. um, you know, and not stay stuck. Because one of the things that I've learned is that you can't focus, like if you have a goal in mind, mm-hmm. you can't focus on the plan to get there. Because, you know, that saying, you know, make a plan, watch God laugh. I know. I know. I say that all the time. Right? (laughs) So it's like I had all these plans and the plans went out the window, but I still had a goal in mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I have my vision board up in my room and I put these ridiculous goals on there. And I had no idea how I was going to get to these goals. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Out of, I think there's like, I think there's about 12 goals. I've reached about eight of them. Wow. And I don't know how. 
I mean, I do know how, but I, if you, yeah, I get, it, I, get it. You, I get it, I get it. Who would have yeah. predicted the, you know, the world would shut down in 2020? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I've still managed to, I still managed to get there. So as mm-hmm. long as you don't get stuck mm-hmm. on the how focus on the why. Yeah. And you are like, I mean, you're an entrepreneur extraordinaire. And so not, you know, not having had a crystal ball to envision 2020, this is not a question I plan to ask. You just came to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And, you know, what would you say you give credit to having any type of foresight in your business to, to be able to survive the season? Um, you know, one of the things that um, I decided to focus on for this year was patience. And so that I'm, you know, I'm very much the, um, you know, get up and go. Like, I've just always been like that, right? Like, I make it a, like, I don't need to think. I know what I need to know. Like, boom, let's, let's keep it moving, right? Um, but then this year, I learned a lot about patience. And so I think that's, that's it's really just being self-aware mm-hmm. and having that self-awareness about who you are and what you, again, the goals and your why and not focus on the hurry up and hustle and hustle and oh let's you know do all. no I just so I just would just sit back like I just I think of 2020 especially for my my business business um, as the just sit back and just let it float like let's just take a take a breather because it's been you know it's been a snowball mm-hmm. I started the business in 2012 not thinking it was going to become a million dollar business I just started to solve a problem. And then boom, bam, bim, it became a million dollar business. Then it became a two, then it turned into $6 million. And then it just sort of snowballed out of control. So then this year I was just like, okay, you know what? Now it's time to like sit back, take a look. Let's recalibrate. Let's refigure. Let's, let's, you know, change the focus. Like what's this business all about? Is it still making you happy? Because to be Mm -hmm. honest, it wasn't making me happy. I wasn't excited about it because it became it became the thing that I didn't want it to become, which was, you know, I started the business, which is kinky curly yaki. It's premium textured hair extensions for black women. I started the business to to solve my own problem and to help give me the confidence to show up as I am in the world. I was the, I created the niche. The niche did not exist before. Before, if you looked for kinky hair, they buried it under the silkier textures, but I was the first business, the first company online to only do kinky hair. So of course, with that brought out competition that wasn't there before. And of course that competition could do it faster and cheaper, but what they didn't have was my story. They didn't have my why, right? And what I found was in order, in order to keep up with them, I'd forgotten about my why. I'd forgotten why I'd started the business in the first place. And I was just so focused on that bottom number and getting, you know, how do I get to a $3 million business? How do I become a $10 million business? And I forgot why I was even doing it in the first place. So 2020 for me has been sort of a blessing because it's helped me to recalibrate and figure out why am I even doing this in the first place? So so I hope that we, answered your question. No, no. <laughs> even it gave more and gave even more to, more than the question. So how did you like how do you sell the right idea? How did you get to that point where you were able to sell the idea and start to really it start to grow? Well, I don't think I had to sell it. Mm. All I had to do was be it. Mm. So I am my own customer. I got That's high true. on my own supply. I heard that. I was like, that is, I wrote that down. It's a line, right? I was like, hi, hi on my own supply is a a tweet, man. Right? And it's the best way. Like if you, 
if you're selling anything, it mm. won't feel like you're selling anything if you really believe in what you're doing. It mm-hmm. won't feel like selling. It I just see. feels like your left hand or your right hand or whatever, right? Yeah. So it just came natural to me. So it's not that I was here, sell, 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 sell. Yes, of course, I learned, you know, call, you know, click, uh, call to actions and click through rates and ROIs and all them things. But I was really focused on sis. How can I help you? How can I help you walk into that boardroom and have Chad and Karen focus on your capabilities and not your hair? How can I help you do that? You know, I have to, I don't know if you know, um, I'm sure because we didn't talk about this. So I came to know you during COVID reading an article, was it in the Toronto Star or somewhere that was healing you up for having started a million dollar business. Yeah, and it was I was Star, yeah. yeah, it was Toronto Star. And I was just blown away. And I think it was shortly after there, I told my team, she get her on their list, right? Total, and then started reading more about you. And I was like, wow, she's just so empowered in my skin. So perfect guess, you know? <laughs> and then it was more recently when I was, I had bought a product and I, and somebody gave me the courage to reach out to you to say, just hit her up. She'll help you. She'll help you figure out what's, what's happening with your order, right? And then I noticed that we were already connected from like 2016 because we were at the Black Moms Connection event. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, that's that's the way it goes, you know, like (laughs) you you connect all the dots and sometimes the dots don't come together until it's ready. Until it's ready. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have had anything to even just sell you on back then. (laughs) But now I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Anyway, I, so when, uh, when you were prepping, when you were um, signing up for this interview, one of the questions we asked is, do you have an empowering story that you're willing to tell online that maybe nobody's ever heard? And you said, yes. And all you said is, ask me who is Chad. (laughs) So let me ask you. Who I don't know what I'm about to get. Who is Chad? Oh, you know Chad, sis. You know Chad. Okay. Chad is the mediocre white dude <laughs> doing all the things he has no business doing. Like selling here. Do you so you know you know you know exactly who I'm talking yes, about? But yes, he's yes. not a specific person. Like he's yeah, not meant yeah. to diminish um, you know, any anyone's uh, you know, accomplishments or capabilities. He's not a specific person. He's not meant to bash men. Mm-hmm. Um, what would like Chad is an energy. He's a mood. Yeah. He's an attitude. He's a mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what Chad would do. So I always ask myself, what would Chad do? <laughs> so what would Chad do is meant to help you to immediately dismiss the, the self-limiting beliefs that pop into your head. Ooh. Right. So those those times where you're like, oh, I can't. No, you can, sis, because you know what? Chad's doing it. People out there doing the their mediocreist. Is that a word? Mediocreist right now. You know more than them, but you feel because you only have four out of the five qualifications that you're it's not meant for you. Girl, the president of the United States has zero qualifications, yet he's in the highest position of power in the world. He's in there right now fighting the results. The results say you lost, but he's up there like, no, I didn't. (laughs) His only experience is going bankrupt like 50, 11 times. But the reason why he is where he is is because he has the audacity. And so really, that's really what it's all about is to just have the audacity. So, so my thing that I'm always saying is, what would Chad do? 
What would a mediocre white dude do? Because if he's doing it, then you can do it too. Sorry, yeah. mediocre white dudes. I know you all you all are out there doing it, but it's our turn. No, but I get it. And that is such a big, even just the word, like have the audacity. Like that, like I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, shoot, this podcast is for me. <laughs> have the audacity. <laughs> like you know these types of people you know them yeah I love that have the audacity to be who you want to be that's the key so how I'm just curious how would your kid describe what you do for a living oh you know what um he always there was one time where I left my iPad um I was doing laundry in the basement I left my iPad so if you leave any device around him he's gonna find a way to get into it so he ends up recording a video and he's, and he's talking like he's a YouTuber. So he's like, hi guys, you know, <laughs> and he says, you know what, have you seen my mom on the internets? Right. Right. So, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a kinky curly yakky person. So, you know, that's what he knows is an entrepreneur. He doesn't know the word. He didn't know the word entrepreneur. He knows it now, but um, just the fact that he wants to grow up to be me, which is yeah. basically just be myself. Yeah. right and do and do things on my own terms and make my own money and work you know not saying work when I want to work because please don't if you think that's what entrepreneur life is like <laughs> it's not um, but you know just the fact that he sees that and he goes to school and he tells his you know I actually had a parent teacher call the other day and his teacher was like your son is so proud of you mm-hmm. he talks about you he thinks so highly of you and I'm like good good like that's, that's- yeah. How old is he? He's six. He's oh. six. Yeah. So, you know, and as a single mom, especially as an, as an entrepreneur, you know, I always worry that maybe I'm not doing enough and I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, I have to be both mom and dad and am mm-hmm. I doing it right? And, I, mm-hmm. but he just, you know, just the fact that he, he smiles every day and he tells his, you know, his teacher about me, then mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm doing the right thing. And you have authority to talk about entrepreneurship. And one of the things you said, if you, if you think that's what the entrepreneurial life is about, then, you know, so let, like, can you tell us what is the, what is the entrepreneur, like the entrepreneurs that are really doing it? You know, I call myself an entrepreneur, but nowhere in your category. So what, like, what well, is well, that's the thing? You can't compare what you're doing to what oh. I'm doing. <laughs> Right. You can't because we are two very different people. Right. Just like I can't compare myself to Oprah. Oprah's an entrepreneur. I wouldn't compare myself to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But she does it in her and she does everything in her Oprah way. And I do things in my Oprah way, uh, in my Vivian way. And you do things mm-hmm. in your catchy way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that entrepreneur life is, you know, it is 24 um, seven. You know, you think it's about freedom. If you're quitting your job to be an entrepreneur because you think it's about freedom, think again. That's what a lot. Of, <laughs> that's what a lot of people think. That's probably more so why I want to ask you the question because I know it's not that. It's not for you know what it, it is. It's a version of freedom, but it's not freedom for everybody because mm-hmm. when you leave a nine to five, you can literally just be like, "I'm off." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you can't do that when you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> no. You know, you can't, entrepreneur life doesn't care. It's my birthday. Right. But, you know, honestly, this, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. I've been in e-commerce for eight years. So now, you know, I've gotten to the point in my business where, yes, I can take a day off to celebrate my birthday. Mm -hmm. Right. Typically Fridays, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm in and out, Mm -hmm. but today I'm choosing to, cause it's black Friday. So somebody, you know, I'm, I, this is my business. This is my baby. I have to take Mm -hmm. care of it. 
But yeah, entrepreneur life is not for anybody. It's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. If you are still working a nine to five job, please don't let Instagram shame you into thinking that you need to quit your job in order to to dedicate your life to being an entrepreneur. Because being an entrepreneur outside of motherhood Mm -hmm. is one of the hardest things I have ever done. And it's not for everybody. So how would you how would you describe the prevailing difference between nine to five versus entrepreneur just to help people understand and, and feel good and feel proud about their nine to five. Cause I truly think people can, people are thriving in their nine to five when they find, when they, when they bring their whole self and they realize that I'm just going to be me and my nine to five and make it work for me. But there's still some people that think entrepreneurship is this greater thing than a nine to five. Um, listen, uh, I would say with a nine to five, you have a direct deposit every two weeks, <laughs> you know, for a fact, every single month you can pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Um, for an entrepreneur, not so much, right? Like I had to stop like earlier this year, I'm being fully transparent. I had to stop paying myself out of the business, mm-hmm. right? So what do I have to do? That means I have to pivot and I have to do things so that I am able to pay myself and I am able to pay my bills, mm-hmm. right? And those are the types of decisions you have to make. You can't be like, oh, well, I'm used to this lifestyle. And so mm-hmm. entrepreneurship doesn't care. Yeah. If you can't meet payroll, because you want to pay yourself or whatever salary, then why are you even like, then go get a job yeah. because that's a guaranteed direct deposit every two weeks and you can live however you want. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to make sacrifices for the business in order for the business to flourish, in order to have that freedom that you're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a job, not so much. Mm-hmm. You don't like that job. You can go get another one. So sacrifices wanted to just pivot over to non-negotiables. You yeah. talk, you tell, tell, can you tell us more about why practicing gratitude has become such a non-negotiable part of your daily routine? It's because it's, it, it truly keeps me grounded and it helps me focus on the good, mm. right? And what I've noticed is when I focus on the good, more good comes into my life, right? And you know how they say misery loves company? Joy loves company. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> right? Joy loves company. When you have that joy and you have that gratitude in your heart, like sometimes I'm able to pull off things. I'm like, but God, because the only way I'm able to pull these things off is because I have a gratitude in my heart and it, and it, and it radiates and then more of it comes to me. But guess what? When you're miserable, when you're focusing on the haters and -and so-and-so's this, and so guess what? You're all, that's all you're going to get. So I choose to focus on being grateful for the things I have, the things I wish to receive, the things I don't have in my hands that aren't tangible. And I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I just have the faith Mm. that it's going to happen for me. And guess what? It comes through and it comes through with such, I don't even know how to describe it. It just comes through and it's just like, and all because I focused on Mm. the good. Yeah. Comes through with an intensity that is just so intense. Yeah. And it's not even like, and it's not like a week, like, oh, here you go. No, it's like a title. Yes. 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 (laughs) Right. By the way, you just took us to church. I literally had goosebumps and all this kind of It's Pastor Baby. (laughs) Pastor Baby and show up. (laughs) 26 minutes in. Tell me, I want to. I want to know right now. What is your no fail, go for it motivational song? Ooh, good one. You know, um, "Thank You" by Alicia Myers. 
Oh, I, I want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for shining your light on me. I know it wouldn't happen. Hey. That's the second song we were jamming to. The first one was all the way up. But- yep, yep, yep. That's right. And, and, you know, so I, whenever I'm feeling, um, you know, when I'm truly grateful, that's yeah. like one of the songs that I blast. Um, but yeah. That's I it. have to check that one out. So I've come to the, I, I can't even remember. I said I could talk, talk to you. <laughs> if I don't pivot and get you into my rapid thrivers, I'm like, I'm going to be past my 35. So when you think of someone who inspires you, who comes to mind first? Oh, Bozema St. John. Oh, I know she's so good. Eh? You met her yet? I have. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a KCY customer. Long oh, time. okay. There you go. <laughs> Long time. When she, whenever she comes to Toronto, she's like, Viv, come through. I'm like, okay because i'm the hair dealer right so <laughs> but she is what she is a badass yeah. um and i love how she's just you know right now she's currently like when i started when I, she started we when we started when she was a customer mm-hmm. um she she was at she was at uber mm. she went from uber and then went to that that um i forget the name um, of the endeavor agent. endeavor endeavor there we go yeah. and now she's the cmo of netflix i know, netflix. I know. she's like she she's did, just she did, I, and she did apple like the, right no. she just yeah, I know. She, and she and she's unapologetically. Yeah, open. yeah. That one is. She has the audacity. The be- audacity. <laughs> she has the nails and the hair. She buys big hair. Don't care. Like when she places the order, I'm like, sis, I'm gonna add an extra bundle because I know you're not right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she's someone who I admire greatly. Yeah, I can, I can attest to that one. Uh, I did, well, so I, I don't know. Let me not answer for you. But what is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? Exercise. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. that and, you know, Gratitude. journaling, yeah, but yeah. exercise. Like it was, um, you know, unfortunately, when we went on lockdown for COVID, it was one of the first things that went out the door because now I had to be at home with my son. And he didn't like to walk, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't like to exercise. <laughs> and I'm one of those people who my home is my home. Like I used to have my business in my house um, and I had to move it out because it was just making me depressed. And so I try to do activities that are supposed to be done elsewhere, elsewhere. Like I will not work out in my house because it's my home. Like I just want to sit down. Okay. Right. Um, and so then that was one of the first things to go. And then plus, you know, the, the journaling too. But when, you know, when things started to get back to normal and routine, those were the first two things I added back, back in and it just that. brought me back to center. Yeah. Awesome. What is a book that has helped you with your thrive? Mm, I love um, Marie Forleo's Everything is Figure Outable. Yes, isn't that great? You know, I haven't, so I should say, I've listened to her, the, she has a podcast or, yeah, I haven't read the book. The book's good. The book's good. And okay. I don't really like a lot of book, like these types of books because yeah. they just tend to be repetitive and da, da, da. But her book, I really liked because, um, because it's a very like everything is figure outable is sort of like that you know just start or it's like yeah. that what would chad do yeah like it's yeah. just really helping you to figure stuff out and not let if you run up against a brick wall cool sis figure out how to climb it yeah. figure out how to get around it figure yeah. out how to d- dig under it everything is figure outable yeah everything actually truly is it is yeah it yeah. is and an app on your phone or an app on your computer that helps you with your thrive that helps with me thrive i would say calm Oh, okay. It's a calm app. And it is, I don't I don't have a memberships or anything. So if Calm's <laughs> listening, you want to throw a phone and give me our free memberships. I mean, but no, I use it. I use uh, just the beach sound yeah. to help me sleep. 
because mm-hmm. my brain will keep going and going and going and going. And I would say that that app helps me get, you know, my eight hours of sleep so I can focus, so I can function the next day. So mm-hmm. yeah, the Calm app. Do you ever journal before you go to bed? Oh, yes. I, so I journal in the morning and I journal okay, in the journal. evening. So and do you dump your thoughts or out? No, um, I do the five minute journal. Okay. So, you know, you, I write, you know, the, in the morning, I write three things that I'm, um, that I'm looking, that I'm grateful for. Uh, and then three things that I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. for the day. And then at night, you know, three things that went well. And then what could have been better? Oh, I like, oh, what could have been better? I never yeah, heard. what could have been better? And for me, it's always food. I could have not eaten that oxtail. Like it's always, <laughs> it's always something, you know, crazy. But I love it that you're honest with yourself in your journal. I think that's the one place we need to be most honest with ourselves, right? Exactly. So, exactly. It's funny because I found, you know, my mom mind toils less like my mind actually doesn't toil anymore I now dump whatever it is I'm thinking I could be the word hamburger could come into my mind I write it down some of my sentences or words that I hear feeling don't make sense but I just put them down so that my mind knows it's on paper Mm. therefore I can rest yeah well my problem is I'm a night owl so all of my creativity comes alive at night so then I have to get it like, so for me, writing it wouldn't necessarily, cause I'll write it and then talk it away. Right. So sometimes I, and because I'm a, I'm an executor. So it's like, if I think it, let me do it. So at least I've started it. So at least, you know, I can continue it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. Okay. And then what is one misconception that people have of you as they see you in your thrive? Hmm. People think that I'm on 100 all the time. Like they think I've got ADHD or I'm always like, yeah, I'm I'm not always like this, (laughs) right? Um, It comes to me naturally, but I can shut it off or I can dim it, right? So, um, you know, when people always want me to be on all the time, well, no, I don't have to be on. I can just be quiet Viv there's that there's such I'm a still me I am I'm still, I'm me. still me exactly right. exactly right. I, but... think, I think that's um I think I have that same thing too because they see me so exuberant and 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 people I and I'm not sure if that's the same for you but people draw like it's just like I become this flower that just blooms and blossoms as there's people because I want to empower them I want them to inspire them I want to motivate them I want to kick them up a notch so people tend to light me up does that happen with you as well yeah like they like you know but sometimes they'll purposely bring a torch and be like "Ah, (laughs) and i'm fired i'm like girl i was trying to like chill out right so um but yeah i just want people to respect my energy if i'm on then i'm on if i'm off respect my off yeah it's not because anything's wrong no and i can thrive like listen the sun doesn't come out every single day but you know the sun is there Right. That's, right. Right. That's right. a good one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get high on your supply. Get I love high that. on your own supply. supply. So where do we find you online? All my listeners. Oh, I'm a pleasure. I'm an absolute pleasure to watch an Instagram stories. <laughs> That's where you'll see the big viv energy. That's what I call it. The big viv energy. Um, so on Instagram, so you can find me at it's Vivian K I T S V I V I A N K A Y E. If it doesn't have balloons in the profile picture, it is not, not me. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and on YouTube. So I have a YouTube channel. So if you just search Vivian K again, V I V I A N K A Y E, that's where you'll find me on YouTube and on Twitter. I'm a little bit more bitter on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm a little more bitter on Twitter, um, but you'll see the big Viv energy mostly on YouTube and Instagram. <laughs> well, I, I have to go. 
What does the bitter Vivian look like? It's just more, you know, like, you know, just more, you know, saying things that, you know, the, the, it's just not big. It's big Viv energy still, but it's just, it's just in words. And sometimes my words can be, I guess that's the thing. I'm a Sagittarius, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I can either be really uplifting and really like, yes, you're awesome. Or I can cut you down. Yeah. You can be really biting. Yeah. My right. Like double-edged sword. Right. Yes. So on Twitter is where I tend to, I don't want to say cut people down, but it's just like, I'm more blunt. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, um, like I'm just like, you tell it like it is, I tell it like it is. Right. And of course mm-hmm. I can't, you can't soften it with a LOL. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. I can cut you down right now and be smiling. And you're like, Oh, that didn't hurt so much. But on Twitter, it's just words. You can't see me smile. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast is called empowered on my skin and in Vivian K true form. What does that mean to you? Oh, it just means being confident in whatever, shape form or fashion you happen to show up in Mm. right I am 100% about being you Mm. right and I don't care what that looks like Mm -hmm. that's what's so important people are like well how are you so inspired and how are you so I'm just me I'm not afraid Mm -hmm. to be me if you don't like it you can go kick rocks with (laughs) flip-flops right so it's not about you. It's about me. So I'm here to live my best life. I did not come here to be mediocre. Right? So that's empowering. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, that's, that's how I'm empowered in my skin. Thank you. Kick rocks with flip flops. My new commercial. Write that down too. empowered in my skin. <laughs> you don't like it. Kick rocks <laughs> with flip flops. Oh my gosh. I thoroughly love this episode. I could have gone on and on. I mean, I didn't even get into the crux of your expertise, but I truly. Nah, that's the next episode. Yeah, I had a great, great time. And I thank you so much, Vivian, for saying yes. You are absolutely welcome. And may you all continue to prosper in every area of your life. Amen. And to all my guests that are listening, this is where we say we're out. Bye. <laughs> so there you have it. I hope you're thriving and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you are listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Billy says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome hanging with you. I'm your girl, and I'm out. <laughs>